Today's episode of Board Games Daily is powered by Brotherwise Games. Check out Call to Adventure, which is available for pre-order right now by heading to brotherwisegames.com slash store. That's brotherwisegames.com slash store, where you can claim your copy of Call to Adventure. Craft your hero, claim your destiny. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Board Games Daily, your daily dose of tabletop gaming discussion on Anchor. Now welcome your hosts, Jeremiah Isley, Scott Firestone, and AJ Skifstad. Hey everyone, welcome to another week here at Board Games Daily. Thanks for tuning in, really appreciate you being here. Got a couple things coming at you today, including the results of last week's Game Night Cage Fight. That's right, look out, because we're going to tell you who won the battle between Lords of Waterdeep and the Godfather. Also, uh, we'll start a new cage fight this week, and so, so much more. So thanks for tuning in. want to thank again our presenting sponsor of the month our friends at Brotherwise games check out call to adventure we're going to be doing some more reviews on that very very soon so stay tuned for all of that really cool game and i think that's all i've got for this intro thanks for tuning in for another week stay tuned as we get things jumping here on board games daily as always we are powered by Brotherwise games and theologyofgames.com You can be more than just a listener. If you're listening via the Anchor app, you can be a part of the discussion by using the voice message feature. Don't just sit on the sidelines. Download the app and join the conversation today. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for this week's Game Night Cage Fight! Two games enter, and one game leaves. Who wins, you decide. Vote on this week's cage fight by going to Twitter at Board Games Daily or call in 216-352-3864. Hey, it's Firestone with Board Games Daily coming to you with the results from last week's Game Night Cage Fight. And the two games we pitted up against each other were Lords of Waterdeep and The Godfather. Both worker placement games, one of them newer than the other one, but very popular games. And we wanted to know, and it was an overwhelming win for Lords of Waterdeep. This is from Wizards of the Coast. It's based in the D&D world. Waterdeep is one of the big cities in that world. And it's a really good game. I've This game is... I've always had great luck introducing it to new people, even non-gamers. It is a little bit on the complex side, but everything just flows really well with it. So not surprising that that one won, in my opinion. I have not played The Godfather. I've heard great things. I know Jeremiah and AJ both love it. And it's... Relatively cheap right now. You can find it um, 
in some stores on clearance. And I don't know that that's uh, a, a commentary on how good or bad the game is because I haven't really heard anyone say they dislike the game. Everyone seems to like it. It could just be they printed more than they thought they needed or more than they ended up needing. Anyway, it's Monday. But <laughs> so Lords of Waterdeep won 82% to 18%. Clear winner from last week, Lords of Waterdeep. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Board Games Daily. This is AJ bringing you the weekly cage fight. I'm a little under the wa- uh, under the water, under the weather. Uh, I feel like I'm under the water, yes. Uh, so I apologize in advance, but we are talking about two games today in our cage fight that are pretty popular in the industry, one of them being Flux by Looney Labs Games, and we are talking Munchkin by Steve Jackson Games. Both of these have been around for quite some time now, long before probably I was really into gaming, Uh, these games were both staples of the industry and they were simple. I remember when I first started playing Flux, I think there were like three editions of the game out. There were very few. I think there might've been like Flux, Pirate Flux, Flux in Space. There were, there was only two or three. It might've been, it might've been uh, Zombie Flux. I can't remember which one. There weren't a lot, but if you know anything about Flux, you know that there are tons of different themes for this game now. That, that you can pick up. So you can do the Wizard of Oz. You can do uh, Money Python and the Holy Grail. There are so many different versions of this game now. So whatever suits your needs or your interest, you can pick up a copy. And then Munchkin, on the other hand, is very similar. There are different themes for this game. There's Cthulhu Munchkin. There's, I, I can't even think offhand right now. There's just a ton of Munchkin out there with plenty of booster packs and different editions of the games. Uh, it's, it's incredible how vast both of these two gaming universes are. So which one's better and what, what are they like even? Well, they're both chaotic games where things are constantly changing. Through Munchkin, you're going to be playing cards and you're going to be hurting other players. Sometimes you're going to be helping other players. And in essence, you want to get some victory points to get to the top of a track on a player board, um, which they didn't always have the player board. You were just collecting points. But you could get a game with a player board, as I said, many editions of the game, uh, and that would help you win. Uh, When you get close to winning, people are going to do things to thwart you. The game has a lot of variation and a lot of different things going on as people are playing different cards throughout throughout their hands in different rounds. Flux is the same way. You can play a card almost any point in the game, even when it's not your turn. There's usually something in your hand that you can throw down for one reason or another. There's going to be different goals on the table, and you want to try and meet those goals. Maybe in the original game, it might be a cookie and a glass of milk. Well, if you have those two cards on the table in front of you, cookie and a glass of milk, and those are the two goals out on the table, or the goal out on the table is to have cookies and a glass of milk together, you win the game. But people can see what are called keepers in front of you, and they can see that you're getting close to winning, and if you get that glass of milk, you're going to win. So they can put creepers in front of you. Creepers are bad things that are going to keep you from winning the game. Lots of stuff going on in Flux. It's always changing, hence the name Flux. Which game do I like better? Well, it's hard to say. Uh, They're both games that I really don't play anymore. Um, I used to uh, when when I just wanted some really light-hearted fun, and there are other games that fit that mold now that I like way better than both of these. However, if I had to give it to a game, I'd give it to Flux, but I'd actually have to give it to a themed version of Flux. I love the pirate version. Uh, It's so much fun to do the silly things that happen in the pirate version, like Talk Like a Pirate. Um, But I like the different combinations, and I like all the artwork and the different pirate thematic things. 
So in general, I will give this game, uh, this cage fight over to Flux as the winner. Um, I, I would say no contest, but I guess it really is a contest because uh, these games are just, uh, they're so, um, I don't know. I just, I like them both, but I don't love them. So I guess I'm going to give it to Flux. Uh, that's it for me. I, we want to hear from you. And make sure you check us out on Twitter and you can vote there. That's it for now. Check you later. Hey, everyone. It's Firestone for Board Games Daily coming to you with a little bit of fun news from the board gaming industry. USAopoly, which I guess also goes by the OP or OP Games. I don't I don't know the, what, what the story is there. But um, they have announced an agreement with Fox to publish a diehard board game. It's called Die Hard the Nakatomi Heist board game. And this is going to be a one versus many game where one player takes on the role of John McClane and everyone else is the bad guys trying to uh, beat John McClane and steal money to it at the same time, apparently. Uh, it's for two to four players and it's going to play in about 90 minutes. We don't have a lot of details yet other than it is going to, like I said, asymmetrical, one versus all, and there are going to be kind of three acts to it, kind of like the movie had three acts that were, I mean, not, they weren't um, obvious, but if you, you know, kind of watch the structure of the movie, it happens that way. And uh, that's about all we know. The They have the, the cover. You can check it out on their website, theopgames.com, and uh, it's kind of a the iconic image of him popping through the window. So it's got the silhouette of John McClane and it looks pretty cool. Although, I mean, if you play that game, everyone's going to be one going to be, everyone is going to want to be John McClane because he's awesome, right? Nobody wants to be the bad guys. Anyway, I thought that was fun and it's kind of strange how, I mean, that movie's what, like 30 years old. So it's weird about these things that are 30 years old becoming board games, which is already a really niche thing. I don't know. It's strange. I hope it's successful. I will play it. I want to play it. I love Die Hard. Let us know what you think. We'll get more details and give them to you as we have them. Have an awesome week. Talk to you later. Bye. Well, what do you know? That's going to do it. We've come to the end of yet another episode here on Board Games Daily. Thanks for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Want to remind you of a couple things. Patreon. Hey, you can still get in on our Patreon page. Yeah, you can. Go there. Check it out. We've got cool, cool options for you. Lots of cool promo items from our friends in the gaming industry. And of course, uh, some exclusive content every now and then makes its way to our Patreon patrons on our Patreon page. Of course, if you want to be a part of the conversation, you can always call 216-352-3864. That's in the show notes. Just tappity-tap on that. Give us a call. Leave a message, and we'll work you into the show. All right, I'm going to get out of here for now. We'll see you on Wednesday as we kick off a new topic for the week. Until then, I'm Jeremiah Isley for my good friends Scott Firestone and AJ Skifstads saying it's a good idea if you go out there and play board games daily thanks for joining us today board games daily is powered by theologyofgames.com don't forget to head over to theologyofgames.com to check out all we have to offer including written reviews our youtube channel and two other podcasts if you enjoyed this show don't forget to subscribe rate and review us on itunes google play or wherever you're listening Thanks for listening, and go put a game on the table.